Welcome to the Ordinary Pastor Podcast with C.J. Mahaney and Jeff Perswell. This podcast is devoted to helping ordinary pastors with the extraordinary privilege and responsibility of serving God's people in their local church. And now, here's the podcast with your host, Mickey Connolly. Welcome back to the Ordinary Pastor Podcast. We've uh, spent the last four months talking about various elements of the Sunday morning meeting and liturgy. But uh, CJ, you've done a great job over the years of talking about preparing for people and not just meetings. Hmm. And we're coming to these meetings as pastors who want to care for God's people, both before and after the meeting, and uh, obviously within the meeting. So um, I think you've done a really good job of that over the years. Can you just talk a little bit about how you think through coming to a meeting as pastor to engage Hmm. Well, I think as a pastor, we should marvel. We should marvel mm-hmm. that we have been temporarily entrusted with a certain number of individuals for whom Christ died. Mm-hmm. What a privilege. Uh, so, Sunday is this unique opportunity to care for the church gathered. Sunday is this unique moment when the church is gathering. And so informed by this wonder of wonders that I have been temporarily entrusted with these precious folks, uh, how can I serve them on Sunday? by? interacting with as many of them as possible so that that first of all what what a joy what what a what a what a joy what a calling what a job we get to care for the people of god uh, and I, I view Sunday as, as an opportunity to care for people personally and identify for them how god is at work in their lives <laughs> hopefully leaving behind an edified soul and, and as I mentioned, sun, Sunday is this unique gathering because th- they are all together on Sunday. So I think of Sunday as, as this opportunity to get to as many people as possible mm-hmm. so that I might care for as many people as possible, so that I might encourage as many people as possible. A practice that, that uh, I developed a number of years ago was, was uh, realizing that at times uh, sincere and well-meaning people would approach me, let's say after the meeting, with a... a a situation taking place in their heart and life that was going to necessitate a lengthy period of time. Uh, and I would give that time to them, then realizing that the, the, the church had dispersed uh, and, and that that really wasn't the best use of my time in that moment. Uh, so what I learned to do was just to say to someone, listen, um, I'm happy to devote that time to you, and I want to give you my undivided attention. Right now, with so many other people here, would you, would you have any problem waiting for 15 or 20 minutes? Um, or there's somebody else here who can care for you and care for you even more effectively. So what I've tried to encourage pastors to do is to see the Sunday meeting uh, as, as this unique opportunity to care for as many people as possible, to encourage as many people as possible. And so don't, don't, don't let one person or situation uh, mm-hmm. so, so dominate your time. By the way, a quote by Spurgeon that, that had inspires me in relation to Sunday, he said, when we get annoyed by the church's empty seat, we are guilty of sinning against the filled one. So let, let that 
inform and inspire each and every pastor. The, 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 the miracle of grace is that any of them are filled. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's what we really should be reflecting. Given that I preached last week, it's a miracle anybody has, has come back. Uh, so the, the filled seat should, should really be our marvel um, each and every Sunday and, and, and not the empty one. And let's just take advantage of Sunday to care for the filled seat and, and be grateful that they came back and serve them in any way we can. I think the pastor also, I think we should always, uh, normally on Sundays, be among the last to leave. Again, this is just a strategic moment each week in the life of the church, uh, and and therefore our 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 time should very much be devoted. I, I know mm-hmm. Carolyn has just said for years that that uh, and encouraged pastors' wives that she's just viewed Sunday. No, the the. He is he is the Lord and the churches on Sunday, and, and I need to do all I can to make it possible, even when the children were very small, so that the church benefits from his undistracted time on Sunday. Um, and I, I appreciate that heart and perspective over the years. Now, now do you think through uh, people that you want to engage, or are you just are people coming to you? Like, do you come thinking, "I'd like to, I want to engage this person or this person"? Oh, it's a mixture of both. I mean, I, 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 I come with the intent to interact with the maximum number of people possible. Um, I also try to encourage pastors: don't, don't walk hurriedly. People are studying you, yes. Uh, yes. and they, they, they can see you in their peripheral vision. You, you, you shouldn't show up as the, you know, the burdened, busy pastor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you. What a privilege. And another thing, I mean, people regularly on Sundays come up, and I'm sure all you guys have the same experience. You know, I know you're busy. I I will playfully and affectionately, but very specifically dismiss that and just say, I know busier than you are. I might not even be busier than you are. You know, <laughs> no more busier than you are. Mm, yeah. You have my undivided attention. Uh, and what a privilege it is uh, to, to be able to give you my undivided attention. So I'm... I'm Yes, there, there are, you know, from my knowledge of what's going on in the church, there are different people that I want to get to, um, but I, I also want to be available to those uh, who approach me. Uh, I don't want to be hurried. I want to make sure I give people eye contact. They're, they're often, uh, over the years, people, people can try to interrupt or get my attention. I don't want, I want that person I'm talking to to feel like, if I don't talk to anybody else, um, you have my undivided yes. attention. I'm not in a hurry. It is a privilege and joy to talk to you. How can I serve you? Um, so that's, yeah, that's some of what informs uh, why Sunday is that happiest day of the week mm-hmm. uh, for me. Uh, what, what a privilege and joy to be able to care for God's people and interact with as many as I, as I possibly can. Bob, you as well do a really good job here. Mm. Um, so does Jeff. Jeff does a good job. I, too. I haven't observed Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jeff, Jeff does Jeff an excellent job, by the way. Yes. Sure he does. Yeah, he is. Jeff is always among the last I'm, to leave. I'm calling on Bob. Yeah, my children, I know you my are, children you, would say you, I am the last. Yeah, leader. you honored Bob in an exclusive <laughs> way, and so I. <laughs> Well, having done only, so, yes, Bob, only appropriate yes. to, um, you, Jeff, and CJ all do a great job, but how about you commenting next? 
Okay, I will comment next. Well, <laughs> that, that wasn't the smoothest transition no, by the man leading the podcast. But he made clear yeah. who does yeah. this well. Oh, yeah. 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 So I want to contribute. And ah, shut up. Jeff, after Bob comments, I'm I'd not, like you to comment. I have nothing to say. <laughs> Bob, we await your comments. I'm sure yeah. you do. Golden pearls. Uh, the thing that I have learned, I mean, I've learned a lot of this from CJ. By, by have you nature, learned anything from Jeff? Uh, a few things. Yeah, a few things. Um, quite a few. Do you want me to list them now? <laughs> I'll um, the, it's one thing just to, to stay uh, after a meeting. It's another thing to stay engaged for a long time after the meeting. And... Uh, I've watched, uh, well, actually, it's true, both Jeff and CJ uh, will be just engaged with people to the very end. So you have, you know, like 10 people left. And as I'm walking out, there's Jeff with a group of people, there's CJ with a group of people. And I think that says so much to people. Um, you know, it, they are, they're gifts from God, the times before the meeting and after the meeting. And one thing I've uh, tried to, encourage the musicians in and try to practice myself is when we're done rehearsal, which is usually about you know half an hour, 25 minutes before the, uh, the meeting, I want to go find the new people. I want to mm -hmm. go find the people who are sitting by themselves. You did a great job. Um, Thank you. And just, just draw mm -hmm. them out, you know? Yep. And my memory's failing, so sometimes I'll meet people like three times for the first time. And, uh, but it's fun, you know, you, you just, I know the effect it has on people that someone who's in some kind of position of you know leadership at the church is is reaching out to them yep. uh so it's just god moves in those times uh there are opportunities to pray you know on the spot i've yep. given up the practice of yeah i'll pray for you no, don't do that right yep that's then. right yep it's let's just, pray right uh, now yep and those those can be just very meaningful times as well you know you'll get done someone will be crying it's just like all i did was just pray and but God's, you know, it's the gathering of the church. Mm -hmm. The spirit is there. Amen. So yep. uh, it's, it's been... It's and then you don't forget and feel guilty later. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. So Jeff, what about, what about you? Well, I, I would just remind our guys, because I think this, all of our guys hearing this, this is exactly what they yep. want to do. Yeah, yep. yeah. This uh, is their hearts. I think the, yep. the issue is, especially guys leading a church by themselves or mm -hmm. you, you just have so much to tend to yep. so many things competing yep. you're planning you're administrating and you're preaching yep. and you've got kids and so forth so yep. I, I just think just preparing yourself for this moment posturing yourself to to approach the sunday morning that way purpose uh, purposing not to be unduly distracted mm -hmm. uh, making sure you've delegated what you can delegate yeah. um, making sure that you are you have sufficient time to be to address people in an unhurried way so i i think this is all of our guys are going to want to do this our guys are pastors who love God's people. Yep. So it, it's good to be reminded of, of this priority and the opportunity because it really is, it is the one time all week you'll be with the whole church. Yeah. I mean, if you put it in those terms, this is priceless. Yes. Uh, this is this is critical time yep. here and I need to make the most of it pastorally. So that's the only thing I would add is just uh, realizing it's a challenge. I just need to plan for it. I need to prepare for it and be... And, and enter with that uh, with that purpose in view. And we can forget that this has happened to me so many times. The people in the church are means of grace. 
So as you begin drawing someone out, you get into a conversation where you feel encouraged. Oh, man, yes. Uh, it's just mm. happened so many times. Most of the time. And you're thinking, oh, this will be a drain, this will be yeah. a burden. Well, no, God's got gifts all around us in, in the form of the people that are in this church. So uh, that's just helpful to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you guys do a great job of encouraging, both in the meeting, through comments in the meeting, but also in your personal interactions. Like, how, how have you built that? And actually, in, in uh, the churches you've served over the years, how have you built that into people? Can I comment on that? Of course. Um, I, I think that modeling it is just huge. Well, I was just start before that and say being aware aware of the of the grace that God has given us in the gospel uh, is the starting point. We don't walk into our meeting needy in the sense of oh, I need people to encourage me. God has given His Son for us. Uh, our sins are forgiven. He, we are under His care. Everything is working out for the good in our lives. Uh, he's watching over us. He's sovereign. We walk into the meeting from a position of. Oh, we're blessed. We are so blessed. Mm-hmm. And he's surrounded us with, with people that he's working in. So he's just looking, open your eyes and looking at that and said, yeah, there's, there's someone to encourage. Oh, there's someone to encourage. There's someone to encourage. Um, over the years, since planning this church seven years ago, we, we've had the, the joy of watching a culture be formed. And uh, one of the things, one of the ways that's been done is not only through personal modeling, but publicly. So in, in public leadership, uh, CJ is often drawing attention to uh, things that people have done, maybe people that uh, no one sees, you know, and just commended them publicly. Each Sunday as we leave, uh, the, before we leave the meeting, he's reminding people, I think each of us does this now when we end the meeting, to, uh, to thank the people who served us in children's ministry, mm-hmm. that they've been watching our kids while we've been in here, they've been you know, being taught the gospel. Yeah. Uh, while we're in here, what a gift. let's express our you know, gratefulness. That yeah. you hear that every week, it has an effect on you. Uh, you know, for CJ to say every week, I "Wish next week was Sunday," "Wish tomorrow was Sunday," that has an effect on you. It's repeated over and over and over. So I think that the consistent, genuine modeling, it just it changes your church over time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So same. And I. This is obvious, but such should be the effect if we really are exalting Christ. Yeah. Um, you, you can't mm. artificially build a culture. Yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah. you can't just, well, I want this church to be a grateful church, so I'm mm. just going to exhort into gratitude yeah, or yeah. just be grateful myself. That would be superficial, yeah. uh, and it would not be sustained. But when you really are, I mean, there are things you can do, like, I was just saying, and CJ has modeled these in, in a particular way that I'm so grateful for. But those are built on a platform yeah, yeah. of the gospel. Yeah. And the gospel can become a slogan. They're, they're built on the, on the platform of what God has done for us, what yeah. He is doing for us now, what He has yeah. promised to do for us. And so when you're really celebrating that and your messages yeah. are extolling that yes. and your songs yes. are rehearsing that, yes. it's going to have an effect yes. over time. Amen. Maybe not yes. that Sunday. Yes. Uh, you may not yep. see it soon. Yep. But that's... Keep sowing. Yeah, that's yep. how you build a culture yep. as you continue to see Christ magnified. Mm-hmm. And 
that that sewing, as CJ mm-hmm. said, mm-hmm. has an effect. It it, it you're, you're building a worldview in mm-hmm. people's in, in yep. people's mind, and you're, and you're building a worldview yep. for yep. your church. Yep. This is how we view life. Yep. We view life mm-hmm. as yep. lived under Christ. We view life as lived forgiven by Christ. We mm-hmm. we view life as being united with Christ. We live life experiencing the grace of Christ through one another. Mm-hmm. We live life trusting in the promises of Christ and the grace he's going to give us. Boy, that it, so it, it motivates you pastorally to preach and counsel yes. and yes. teach that way. Yep. Yes. And for me, the compelling example of Paul and the divine perspective he had yes. of the Corinthians is has made all the yes. difference in my life. And since by God's grace, our churches bear little or no resemblance to the Corinthians. There's no excuse <laughs> for us not identifying evidences of grace that are prevalent in and throughout our churches. Mm. Absolutely. And one of the comments I've received a number of times is just, uh, so people have visited the church, uh, is just, you know, I don't see these in just one of your pastors. I see it in all of them. Um, and that's, that's been a huge uh blessing to hear because it, it is a culture it's not well this guy does this I mean we all have different gifts but on these things on the effect of the gospel in our lives we're all we're all there we're all clear on that none of us deserves to be here none of us deserves the church we have none of us deserves the position we have but by God's mercy and his grace we're not only part of his family his kingdom forgiven but we get to care for his people and what a privilege that is. So we all feel that. that I mean, every guy on this team of seven pastors right now feels that. And, and we're trying to uh, build that into our small group leaders. And by and large, I mean, to a person, they feel it as well. Yeah. It's this amazement, this gratefulness, this wonder that we get to be called by the name of Christ. Because he lived this perfect life we could never live. He bore the weight of our sin, our judgment, our punishment in his own body on the cross. He's risen from the dead and he's interceding for us. What a life. And so you, you live in the good of that. It's going gonna, it's gonna to flow out. People, are, people around you are going to see that. Yeah, I'd go so far as to say we, we wouldn't have an elder I don't think, <laughs> unless his life was characterized yeah, by that. Yeah. And it's not a personality test. No. It's, it, <laughs> it, it, we, we think of elder requirements, 1 Timothy 3, mm-hmm. Titus 1. I've said many times at the PC, there's a lot of other elder requirements that aren't in those mm-hmm. lists. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah. one of them is someone who, whose, whose life is given to Christ, whose, whose life is lived uh, in the good of the gospel. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you, you can't read Paul mm-hmm. and come away mm-hmm. uh, s- come away assuming that not being affected by those things is acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you've really believed them, if mm-hmm. you've really embraced them, your, your life is going to be transformed by them. Our first podcast on the topic of Sundays, if I remember right, I think the first, perhaps the first question you asked was, what are you hoping to accomplish each Sunday? Mm-hmm. I think what we've just been talking mm-hmm. about pretty much yes. sums that up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We want mm-hmm. Jesus Christ to be magnified yes. in every mind, every heart, mm-hmm. every life, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. every family, mm-hmm. every community group, mm-hmm. every person who comes, mm-hmm. who's gathering. We, we want Christ to be magnified in every life. That's, yes. that's what we're after. And when that's happening, yes. boy, a gospel culture is going to be mm-hmm. built. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, C.J. Jeff, Bob as our special guest. Thank you so much. I think we should have Bob back. I think we should <laughs> yeah. too. Uh, we should have Bob I'm back. already, I'm already yeah. sitting here thinking, yeah. how do we have Bob back? Yes. Um, yep. So, um, thank you guys. You have mm-hmm. once again served thank our you, pastors what a privilege. Thank so you. well. And thank you, gentlemen, for listening and your hearts for your local churches. To apply these things and Mickey before we're done we would want to convey you know we we have the deepest love and respect for the pastors Amen. in sovereign grace yes. we are seeking to serve Amen. in and through this podcast they inspire us Amen. by their example Amen. and this podcast yeah just represents our hearts to serve them in small ways um and I want to seize this opportunity to convey on behalf of all four of us our deep love and respect yes. um, for these men. There, there are no men we would rather be serving alongside of than these pastors in Sovereign Grace Churches. Amen. Yes. So Amen. Thank you. Amen.